Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Nine Yards podcast. It's been a minute. I mean, it's the off season now, so we are no longer twice a weeking. But my name is Luke Lender, as you know, has been every episode, and I'm here with Caleb Arthur. We're here to talk some free agency. Uh, last episode, we talked about the draft, and the combine is going on right now, so um, we are in a little bit uh, of a draft, uh, you know, season right now. But we're not going to talk about that because you know we got to wait for the combine to finish before we give our true post combine thoughts. But so we're going to go here. Um, through the top 20 projected free agents, according to PFF, and just do a little like prediction discussion. Do you think, are we going to stay or will they go, you know, just like the old clash song. Um, and if they stay, it's going to be a tag extension, who knows, but, uh, we'll, we'll jump right into it. We will start, we'll start at number one because it's boring when you don't start at number one, we're going to go with, uh, you know, Devontae Adams, wide receiver, green Bay Packers, an all pro and a guaranteed thousand yard per year receiver. Um, I think this depends a lot on what Aaron Rodgers does, but Caleb, I'll let you predict first. Stay, go. What are you thinking from Adams? Yeah, I agree with you. I think pretty much everybody agrees that it's going to really depend on what Aaron Rodgers does, but obviously it's pretty well documented at this point. The Packers cap situation this year is not great, Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like there's options if Aaron Rodgers comes back. Um, restructured deals kind of kick the can down the road a little bit. Um, and I, I, I kind of think Rogers is going to stay. So I think Devontae Adams is going to stay too. Wouldn't be shocked if he goes uh, to the Raiders or something. That'd probably be my second pick. But at this point, I think if Rogers stays, he stays. And I think they're going to want to give it another go because they've been so close these past few years. Clearly have the capabilities to win a Super Bowl based off what they've done in the regular season the past few years. So I think they're going to try to give it a couple more goes, maybe a couple more use. So I think Devontae Adams, I think he's going to resign with the Packers. Yep. Um, I agree that he's going to stay in green Bay. Uh, I think if Rogers leaves, I think he's a guaranteed tag candidate. Um, yeah. Cause they're probably going to tag and trade him if Rogers leaves. But uh, I think right now it seems like a lot of signs are pointing to Rogers staying. I still think they're going to tag him initially. Um, but I think they'll probably reach an agreement by the time the deadline comes. So I say Devontae Adams stays in green Bay. Um, and we'll probably have a pretty, uh, a nice long contract, probably four or five years, probably end up north of hundred million, but we'll see. All right. Uh, two here on this PFF list is, uh, Teron Armstead tackle from new Orleans saints. He's, uh, he's fluctuating a lot of people's lists. He's as high as two. He's as low as like seven or eight, depending on what platform you're looking at. Um, he's the wrong side of 30. He has some injury concerns, but he's still pretty damn good tackle. So Caleb, what do you think in for Teron Armstead? Yep, this is an interesting one because as we know, like you said, with his age, and the Saints are kind of, I think it's safe to say they're going to go into a rebuild. Yeah. Um, so I just, I, I don't know if that, if remaining in New Orleans is the place for him. Their cap situation, kind of like the Packers, it's still not great down there in New Orleans. So I think there's a pretty good chance that he leaves, tries to go to a contender at this point. So, I mean, I think you could see... You know, Cincinnati, maybe. I think you could see Miami, just places that have cap space and need a tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think either one of those is probably the the best spot for him at this point. Um, so, I don't know. I guess probably just one of those two teams, whichever one offers the most money. I know Bengals, despite making the Super Bowl, have a lot of cap space. So, mm-hmm. I could see that. But I could also see the Dolphins with that. I mean, they really need a left tackle. So, mm-hmm. I, I could see either one of those two. 
Yeah, uh, I agree. I think he's gone. Um, a lot of these top free agents that you know we're talking about here in this like top five um, teams have already kind of come out and said like we're going to tag him or we're not going to tag him. And Armstead is one of those guys that it seems to be very clear the Saints are not going to tag him. They don't want to spend a lot of money on a tackle. They already made Ryan Ramchick um, the highest paid tackle in NFL history last year. Um, and I don't really think they have the money nor the desire to give another tackle a big contract. So I think he's gone. Um, I think he's going to go to Florida, um, uh, probably Jacksonville or Miami. I would say Miami just because they're maybe a little more attractive right now. Um, yeah. I mean, are they even is an interesting question, but uh, it's just those two teams are, uh, are the kind of throw money around very aggressively. The mm-hmm. Bengals have spent a lot more um, in past years than they used to, but they still don't really go for the big fish. They, spend more money than usual but they spend it more on like the the b tier guys like they get a bunch of b tier guys as opposed to in the past when they just get even more c tier guys um so I, I don't think he goes to cincinnati as much as it would be cool to see him in stripes so i think he goes to the dolphins because i think they have they have shown that they're not afraid to throw money around and money talks especially when you're this old um with these injury concerns i think he's going to be looking for some long-term stability a high guarantee and a lot of money and a place he could retire in which is florida so I think Armstead would go to Miami and be their tackle of the future. Now, uh, three here, Chris Godwin. This is another interesting one. The, the receiver class uh, is is pretty interesting in the free agents uh, this year because only one of them went over 1,000, um, and that's Adams. But others, one other ones like Gallup and Godwin are all pretty good. And Godwin only didn't go over 1,000 because he tore his ACL. So there's been reports that the ACL, the ACL injury won't matter much. So, Caleb, do you see him staying or going in Tampa Bay? Listen, this is a tough one. Obviously, last year was franchise tag. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be interesting if they try to find a long-term deal. But I just don't know. I know with Tom Brady retiring, they, I don't really think the Buccaneers want to go into a rebuild. They seem like they're trying to find a veteran quarterback instead of starting Kyle Trask. I think they know with the roster they have, they should probably try to avoid going into a rebuild at this point if they can. But mm-hmm. I don't know. They're already going to giving Mike Evans big money. He's kind of the number one at this point. So I think Chris Godwin is going to go elsewhere. Honestly, I think that mm-hmm. there's obviously a ton of teams that will line up despite the fact he tore his ACL. Like you said, I don't really think that's going to be matter with this much. So any team, you know, with money that needs a receiver, I could see the jets throwing a ton of money at him. A young quarterback want to give him more weapons. They have a lot of cap space. Um, Jacksonville again same deal as the Jets so I think he's gonna go and I think he's gonna get a massive payday from a team like that if I had to guess I'm gonna say the Jets Mm -hmm. but I think one way or another he's gonna leave and probably just get a massive payday as uh, the marquee receiver on a team yeah um, I agree I think Godwin is probably gonna leave I think they've there's been a little bit of discussion about tagging him but Tampa Bay doesn't have a ton of cap space. And I think they want to kind of reallocate elsewhere because they're going to be paying Evans a lot of money. They have some stuff they have. They've shown some flashes of like they're like more back end receivers being pretty good. Um, so I think they're just going to feel fine um, about letting Godwin go. Obviously it's going to hurt a little bit, but he's done a lot of stuff for them um, since being in Tampa Bay, since getting drafted in 2017. Uh, so I think he's gone. Uh, I think in terms of destination, it's really interesting. Like you mentioned, I think the Jets could be a really, really interesting option. I think a dark horse team a lot of people aren't talking about are the Browns um, because yeah. they receive pretty badly. Uh, I think the Eagles are another interesting candidate. I mean, they're always going to be linked to the receiver no matter what. 
Um, but ultimately, uh, I don't think the Eagles sign, uh, and I, neither do the Browns. I'm you. I thought the Jets were a little bit of like a, a not talked about one, but unfortunately, we think alike, and you jump to the gun there. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the Jets for his destination. I think that fits really well. They need a receiver pretty badly. Um, I mean, come on, if the Jets end up the end the off season with Chris Godwin, Drake London, and Jamison Crowder as their top three, that's pretty good. And Zach Wilson's got some legit weapons next season. So I think he goes to New York. Um, the fit seems nice. He's probably going to command like a Kenny Galladay type salary. Um, I'd say uh, just maybe a little bit more about what Galladay got last year. So we'll have to see. But yeah, there's a uh, there's Godden for you now. Uh, for this is the first from one of the Super Bowl teams. This one's the Rams. Von Miller, an edge rusher. He's old. Um, he's got recent injury history, but he's still pretty good. Um, and there's been the Rams say they want to bring him back. So Caleb, do you think he stays or goes? Yeah, you know, this was an interesting one because it kind of felt like, I mean, in that playoff run, he was really vital. It kind of felt like he was mm-hmm. rejuvenated. You would assume he wants to go back, you know, to the team, the Rams, because they won the Super Bowl, try to run it back. He already has now Super Bowl, two different teams. So he might just want to stay put and try to stay on that contender. I think it's more of a question of the Rams are not in a terrible situation with the cap right now, but it's far from the best in the league. They're going to have to make some decisions one way or another in the next couple of years. But I think they're going to try to give it one go around. I think they know with recent reports, Aaron Donald probably doesn't have a lot more left in him. Um, Stafford is still in his prime, but probably with his age, probably prime's only going to last a couple more years. So I think similar to other contenders, um, I think they're just going to try to kick the can down the road at this point. Um, So I think that they will re-sign him on a – shorter deal probably but Mm -hmm. with a lot of guaranteed money so i think that he most likely i think they'll stay with the rams Uh, i agree again here i think um the rams are going to want to keep him they gave up some capital to get him and i don't really i couldn't think where he would go if he didn't stay with the rams on any teams maybe the cardinals but it would be weird if he went to a division rival um that that he destroyed in the playoffs i don't i can't really think how they would appeal to him so uh i i think he re-signs with los angeles and once again um, shows that that division, I think, has the best D-line talent in the NFL. It's, I mean, uh, depending on where Chandler Jones is, that division still has some crazy D-line talent. But, uh, but yeah, I think he stays with LA. Like you said, shorter deal, a lot of guaranteed money, though. Uh, Chandler Jones is another interesting star. He's also an edge rusher. He also plays in the NFC West. But it seems like the writing's on the wall a little bit. It seems like he's going to go. I think he's going to go. But the question is, go where? So, Caleb, uh, which way are you leaning for Mr. Chandler Jones here? Yeah, this is another one. So two years ago, he was uh, really good. And then I remember this season, week one against my Titans. Oh, he he just still gives me nightmares. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was not good. But um, he's still, overall, I think when he's healthy, when he's playing his best, he's one of the best edge rushers in the league. So obviously somebody's going to offer him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals, uh, sounds like probably... They're going to have to pay up big time on Kyler Murray here soon. seems like he's demanding that pretty harshly. So I think they might have to have some decisions to make. So I think they're probably going to let him go. But where he goes, I think that's really the question. I don't know. There's not, you know, a lot of teams that are, like, going to be really desperate for an edge rusher this year. I don't know how much money someone with him, someone like him would garner. So this is a really, really tough one for me on where he would go um yeah i don't know i guess i could just see him he'll probably just go whichever team offers him the most money so i could see a team again like the jaguars or 
I could even see a team. Yeah, some something like that. I think the Jaguars would be a good spot for them. Even the Broncos, um, if they don't sign a quarterback with a huge salary, they need a little bit of help, obviously, because they traded Von Miller. So I, I, I think a team like that will sign him and uh, just give him that big payday. He's another one that I think is pretty much just a guarantee to go about just whichever team offers him the most money. Yeah, um, I, I agree that he's gone, uh, like I said, and I think a, a team that I wouldn't be surprised if he went to would be the Dallas Cowboys. Um, they, they freed up a lot of money by cutting Amari Cooper, which was a weird move, but it's one that frees yeah. up a lot of money. Um, and they're, they've been, you know, they've been known to splash. Um, and it'd be nice if they could get Dexter Lawrence and Micah Parsons, some help. I think he's still pretty good. I'm not sure how much money Chandler Jones gets though, just because he's getting older. I mean, his, his injury history hasn't been that bad. Um, but we'll have to see. I, I still think it's not going to be a very long contract. I think it's going to be two, three years, maybe. Um, but I, I think Chandler Jones is going to the Cowboys, which just kind of feels like a little, it's a little bit out of left field, but I think it's uh, actually, actually a really nice fit um, when you think about it. Um, so I, I think he'll go to Dallas. Now, JC Jackson, he's a really interesting one. So very similar to Chandler Jones, talented player who at one point donned the Patriots uh, red, white, and blue, but seems to be leaving. So Caleb, what are you thinking on JC Jackson? That's another one kind of like in the last few days they were like, not, we're not going to franchise tag him. So it kind of feels like, like you said, it's leaning toward he's going to leave. So mm-hmm. he's really good. I mean, he really emerged after they traded Gilmore. He emerged as a really good cornerback. So I think obviously a lot of teams mm-hmm. um, need secondary with how many good receivers there are in the league at this point. Having a, a really good number one corner has become really vital. So mm-hmm. he's going to have a lot of suitors for sure. I don't know. You kind of mentioned um, Chandler Jones uh, to the Cowboys. I yeah. kind of like J.C. Jackson to the Cowboys. They need another corner on the opposite side of Diggs. Um, that's really kind of been one of their weaknesses was that number two corner last year. Mm-hmm. Diggs, as, as great as he was getting all those interceptions, he still gave up a lot of yards. So there could be a lot of motivation there to get another cornerback mm-hmm. uh, of that high caliber. So I think they're a little bit not great cap situation just with Dak Prescott's contract kicking in. Um, and I think that's a lot of why they cut Amari Cooper. But they'll have, because of that, cutting some uh, some money to throw around. So I think I, I really like this fit here going to the Cowboys opposite of Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, that's a that's a really good fit for him. Um, I like that prediction. Uh, I think that's, that's a good one. And I definitely agree. I think uh, he's gone. And this one, you you might not like this one, Caleb, but I think J.C. Jackson's going to the Colts. Um, yeah. I think it makes sense. I think they have space. I think they need corners pretty badly. Um, I mean, obviously, Julio Jones wasn't that good, but A.J. Brown's still a very good receiver, and who knows who what could emerge out of, uh, out of Houston or Jacksonville. So I think it would be nice if they could just look at those teams and say, hey, we can lock these guys up every week, and I think J.C. Jackson's the perfect guy for them. Um, I think the Bengals are also a team to watch here. I don't mean to bring them up in every conversation, but – um, they need corners pretty badly. Like I said, they have the cap space and they haven't been afraid to spend it on some, you know, B tier level guys. But uh, I think the Colts and or the Washington commanders could be um, some looks here. I know uh, the commanders, you'd think off the top of your head, Oh, they have a great defense. They don't need a corner. Well, not really. Um, that label has kind of been shed after last season. Cause it really wasn't the best defensive showing for them. Um, other teams with corner needs are the Vikings and even your Titans, but I don't think they would really have the money or the desire to go after a big fish like this guy. Um, like JC Jackson. So I, I, I think he goes to the Colts, which is probably tough to hear, but um, I think it's a good fit for him. And it's a, it's a nice place to spend 
a couple of years of his career. Now, uh, Mike Williams, another interesting one. Um, he coming out of the chargers, I think he clearly wants to go and be a wide receiver one and not just the deep threat. Um, but we'll see his injury history. He's still young though. Um, so Caleb stay or go. Yeah, this is one we haven't had many of these. I actually think he stays. I think that uh, Justin Hobart obviously is still on that rookie contract. We've talked about that a lot, but that's just so important with the cap space, getting you quarterback weapons, having the rookie deal is so valuable. So I think he stays. I think they're going to give him a lot of money. They want to keep him so they can have two great receivers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I think they feel is really important for Justin Hobart. They already got that offensive line fixed up. So I think they're not, they don't really have a lot of needs. I mean, they didn't have the greatest season. They have some defensive needs, but overall, no, no massive needs. So I think they're going to have money to throw around. And uh, I think he, he should expect a pretty big payday from the Chargers. So I think when it's all said and done, I actually think he's going to stay in Los Angeles. Yeah, I agree. This is my, um, my first play on the tag uh, of the top seven so far, but I, I think he, plays on the tag um i think they tag him i don't think he wants to play on the tag but i think the chargers don't want to lose him um and the tag isn't that badly uh isn't that bad for for receiver i think another team another this is another commander's look here uh yeah. washington has the space um and certainly could look to give this guy a long-term deal across from terry mclaurin but chargers have a lot of space too uh so i think they're going to be looking after uh to keep their guys. So I think they keep Mike Williams. Now, Marcus Williams, a safety from the saints is an interesting name to look at another saints free agent on a team. that's kind of going to be looking to rebuild. He could stay, he could go tag, no tag. Caleb, what are you thinking? Yeah, kind of similar um, to our earlier one with the saints. I just, like you said, it feels inevitable that they're really going to be like one of the main rebuilding teams next season, mm-hmm. but he, he's pretty young honestly for safety so yeah i think that there'll be a lot of suitors i think the saints are gonna try to get him back but they are rebuilding but honestly i i think they're gonna keep him i think through that rebuild there's gonna be still a couple players that foundation that they're gonna want to keep so i actually think the uh, saints keep him i don't think they'll tag him i think they'll give him a deal Mm -hmm. um because they they know when they're rebuilding their cap situation might not be great right now but because they're mostly rebuilding, it should be pretty good here in a couple of years. So I think they're going to mm-hmm. feel comfortable knowing when he's he's a young guy. So I think rebuilding that makes that easier to resign him. So I think it, it, it could go either way. I'm pretty split on this one, honestly. But overall, I do think because of his agent, he has no injury history. I think the Saints will make it a priority to resign him. Yeah, I agree. I think the Saints are going to make it a priority too. Um, again, attack could be in play. And as much as it would make sense to tag him, I don't think he ends up getting tagged. I just think the Saints are in such a bad cap situation. They're just going to kind of just cut their losses and try to resign these guys to long-term deals. But ultimately, I think they're going to bite the bullet and watch their guys walk. Uh, I think a landing spot for him here is the Patriots. Um, I think Marcus Williams mm-hmm. on the Patriots would be a dangerous and a deadly combo because he's as much as he, he was kind of memed early in his career for his bad miss on Stefan Diggs, he's still a really good safety and he's young. Um, and he can really hold his own in a division uh, that the Patriots play on with pretty good receivers, especially if Chris Godwin goes to the, uh, to the jets. So I think he gets a long deal probably in the four years, 64 year 70 mark. But I think the Patriots, I mean, they don't have a ton of cap space, but the cap is kind of a myth at this point. Um, and they can free stuff up elsewhere, maybe by letting Aguilar go or even Jalen Mills. Um, 
and they'll get Marcus Williams here and ready to play some safety action in Belichick's scheme. So I think he fits well. Uh, ninth, Orlando Brown Jr., Kansas City. Uh, I'm just going to predict first here. I think he gets tagged, and I think he plays on the tag. Um, I think he wants a lot of money, and I don't really know if the Chiefs are prepared to give him a lot of money just yet, but they're happy to tag him and make him play on the tag because I think he's going to be the highest-paid tackle in NFL uh, history by the end, either of this offseason or next offseason because he's good, he's young, he can play left tackle, which is probably the second most important position in football really, really well, and uh, and he's on a good team. So I don't think they're going to give him a huge extension, but I think they'll tag him. Caleb, what are you, what are you saying about Orlando Brown Jr.? Yeah, I, I was excited because like I hadn't done a tag yet, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do one. But no, I, and then you did it too. So I got yeah, you. I agree. I jumped I the gun on that one. Prime, prime tag candidate. The Chiefs don't really have that money, although it kind of feels like they have an endless amount of money. But mm-hmm. it's gonna be noticeable eventually with that big Mahomes contract. So I don't think they can afford to pay him what he's probably gonna get. I mean, he's gonna get him, like you said, a massive deal at some point in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to tag him, you know, try to run it back, get another Super Bowl, just do everything they can over these next couple of years. Next year, what happens? I think they'll just worry about that later. But I think he is definitely, of these top free agents, I think he's the top uh, tagging candidate for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's definitely, the Chiefs don't want him to go anywhere because they spent so much rebuilding that line, they won't let him leave. Uh, now, I think we get to the one of the most intriguing free agents in this entire class, Allen Robinson. Um, he has not had good Q play, his QB play his entire career, but boy, was his 2021 season just a disaster. I mean, once again, he was a victim of not a great arm, but hey, Daryl Mooney still played well. And I mean, 66 targets, 30 receptions, 410 receiving yards, and one touchdown is pretty poor. And that's uh, a little personal considering I picked him in fantasy, which was dumb. I should have done that. But um yeah he really just didn't have the best year but again i think there's a lot of talent there so he could be good with some qb play so caleb where do you see Allen robinson landing uh, this is a really interesting one because you want you wonder if he you know if he's gonna want to prioritize going to a place you know with, with a good quarterback but i think at this point in his career he's probably just gonna try to get that one big payday so i think He's not going to, you know, get a huge one, I think, because, like you said, his value dropped a little bit this year because of a rough year. So I think an interesting one here, I am I look at the Cleveland Browns, and I know that might be weird because it kind of feels like it's kind of been where receivers go to regress a little bit the past couple of years. But yeah. overall, I think they're going to throw him the most money. I think that is a glaring need now. I think even if they get Allen Robinson, they'll still probably draft one in the first two rounds. So. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland hasn't given Baker that big extension yet. I think giving him another good receiver to see what he does is kind of a part of their plan. I think they were going to really do everything they can to really just test Baker and see uh, how he does this year because this is really prove it you for him. So I think they're going to try to surround him with good weapons. So I think Allen Robinson is going to get a nice payday from the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Um, I think Allen Robinson is going to get a nice payday. Uh, although I don't think it's coming from the Browns. I think this is going to be my second Dolphins big fish of the day. Um, I think it would be interesting to see him go back to Jacksonville. I think he would fit there, but it seems like he doesn't like the owner that much. Um, and I mean, who really, who, who likes the Jacksonville owner is the question. Uh, Shad Khan is not a very popular man amongst NFL circles, but um, I, again, like you said, he's really not going to a place of fantastic QB play, but he's just trying to chase the bag and get some long-term stability. And that's what you can get down in Miami. Um, so I, I think the Dolphins have, you know, a, a red zone guy in Devonte Parker, 
or sorry, a downfield guy in Devontae Parker and like some speed and Jalen Waddle who showed he had a really, really soft hands throughout the year. Um, and I think Robinson can be there just possession guy. Um, so we'll have to see, uh, because I think he could actually be a pretty interesting fit in that offense. We'll, we'll, we'll see what they say, but yeah, Allen Robinson, Chicago bears, uh, going to Allen Robinson, the Miami Dolphins. Now 11, Jesse Bates, first Bengals player. And the only Bengals player I think we're going to talk about today because their other free agents aren't in the top 20, but, uh, I got some thoughts, Caleb, you can go first, Jesse Bates, stay or go. Yeah, this is one. So the Bengals have cap space. I think they're just going to, you know, they don't have the, an owner, let's just say that's willing, that's super willing to spend the big bucks like some other owners are. But at the same time, I think they're really going to want to rekindle that magic that they found this year with the Super Bowl. He's been really good for him the past couple of years. I think because he's already on the team, I think that gives him a higher chance of the owner being like, okay, let's just resign him. So mm-hmm. I think that I, he's going to stay. I don't will. I wouldn't be shocked if he got tagged at this point. But honestly, I, I think they're going to give him an extension. So I think they're not going to want to lose him after what he's done for him the past couple of years with the just the rebuild and the revitalize of that Bengals franchise going to the Super Bowl. So I I, I wouldn't be shocked if he got tagged. Wouldn't be shocked if he got lead if he left. But I feel like at this point the Bengals are going to really make it one of their top offseason priorities to bring him back. So I think he's gets we signed on a long-term deal. Oh God. I hope you're right. Um, yeah. I think if you asked me this question three weeks ago, it would have been like long-term he's back. No doubt about it. He's not leaving the building. It's like the Bengals have made it very clear. They're tagging him no matter what, whether or not he gets the extension is the question. Cause he looked like, of course he had that cryptic eye emoji tweet. Cause that, yeah, every single that. player tweets the eye emoji at some point during the offseason. and tweeted that a couple weeks ago. And I was like, see, he's coming back. Let's go baby. Uh, and then he took, bangles out of his bio and unfollowed the bangles on instagram which is you know like other cryptic stuff so uh he's definitely saying he's not going anywhere they're gonna tag him this is known whether or not he gets a long-term extension is unknown and as much as i want to be an optimist bangles free agency has taught me to be a pessimist uh so i think he gets tagged i don't think he gets the extension but i think he gets one next off season hopefully <laughs> but we'll see uh but yeah um, now 12, Ryan Jensen, the first interior alignment that we've talked about so far. Um, last offseason was a big one for a lot of these IO linemen. Uh, Chargers signed Corey Lindsley to the biggest deal ever at center. Um, rank Frank Ragnow got an extension that was even bigger than that one. And uh, Jensen is older, but is uh, is pretty well respected by his teammates and hated by his opponents. So Caleb, do you think he stays in Tampa Bay or does he go? I, I think he goes, and I know I'm. I don't know if they'll do it, but I'm going to tell you. I think the Bengals would be a good fit. I really do. Um, thank you, thank you. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I think with my earlier prediction that they give Jesse Bates a long-term extension. Don't know if they give this guy. Don't know if they give Jensen a big one too. So I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go to Miami. I'm oh. sorry. You know, it, yeah, I know it's that probably stings, but I think. You've already had a couple guys going to Miami. I haven't had as many as you. So in my prediction bank, the Miami Miami still has a lot of money to throw around. And I think it's another one of those, kind of like Baker, I think it's a, a kind of a prove it you for Tua. I guess you could say that. Um, maybe has a little bit more support now with, with Brian Flores gone. Seems like they're out on Deshaun Watson. But I still think it's kind of a prove it you for him. I think a lot of the people have been saying if you just give him a good offensive line, it'll be really good. 
and I think they're going to want to test that. So I think they can maybe get a receiver in the draft, another one that's kind of a need, but they did get Waddle last year. So I think this is going to be their big fish. I think they're going to throw a lot of money at him. He's going to stay in the state of Florida, and I think he will be on the Dolphins come week one. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned a lot of money because, I mean, I, I, I think Ryan Jensen goes elsewhere. I don't know how much money he gets, though. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think he's going to the Bengals. And I'm going to cite oh, a very, oh. very important source here. Adam Jones, former cornerback. Bengals, that's a lie. He's not really Bengals. He kind of cost him their one playoff game. Um, but uh, I think he goes to the Bengals. Uh, he, uh, Pac-Man, he talks to NFL players. He says he's going to the Bengals. He offered specifics. And three years, 30, thir- uh, three years, 39 million. I swear I'm not just copying that because it's on the PFF screen. That's what everybody's been saying. It feels like since the offseason started. It's three years, 39 million for Ryan Jensen to play center in the Bengals zone scheme, uh, which would fit really, really well. I really, yeah. really like Trey Hopkins. He's a super great teammate and an elite guy. Um, but he's just not that good anymore. Um, and he's, they're going to Bengals are going to save so much money by cutting him. They're going to save 7 million by cutting him. People say like, I mean, you look at, you know, like over the cap. So the Bengals have 42 million in effective cap space, but if they cut um, Trey Waynes and if they cut uh, Trey Hopkins, that rockets them up. That, that gives them a lot more cap space to work with um, like 10 plus more cap space to work with. Uh, so I think they're going to have the money and they won't be afraid to spend it. Like I said, on some B tier guys, like Jensen is not the best offensive lineman in this class. It's clear, but he's still pretty good. And he's won a super bowl. Um, and I think if the communication is key, he fits in their zone running scheme. So Ryan Jensen Bengals three years, 39 million. Um, cause I think he will fit perfectly. Uh, now, uh, David Clowney 13, um, on the Browns last year, Caleb, does he stay? With the Browns, do you think, or is he going to be looking once again for a job elsewhere? I don't know. I like you kind of hinted at. He's moved around a lot. He was on obviously drafted by the Texans. Then he went to the Seahawks and spent one year in Tennessee. Didn't really do much. Our defense mm-hmm. was bad that year. Um, and then he goes to the Browns. He's been on three teams in three seasons. I don't know if he's going to want to go on four teams in four seasons. <sighs> This is, this is a tough one. Honestly, I think he's going to stay. I think that the Browns, like their defense, they understand they got hit hard by injuries last year. I'm sure they still in the building feel like they have a really good roster. I mean, before the season, we were all like, the Browns have a top five roster um, in, in the NFL. So I think they're going to re-sign him, give him a chance. Um, I don't think he's going to, like, he's not going to require a big payday. So I think because of that, they're going to feel comfortable uh, re-signing him so I don't know it'll probably be a one-year deal again maybe two but I just don't see a team offering him a big long-term deal so I think he will stay with the Browns yeah I agree I think he stays with the Browns um, I think they probably give him like you know like two years they put like two years 20 on the table maybe two years 22 and he's like they're like take it or leave it he's like I'm leaving and then he gets something else so he kind of crawls back and maybe gets like two years 15 um, so I think he stays with Cleveland again I don't think it's gonna be long term but he was decent last year, um, and he's just he probably is a little familiar with the system at this point, so he'll probably just stay. I can't really think of anywhere else he could go. Now, another edge, Randy Gregory, Dallas Cowboys. This is why I had a why the Cowboys going after Chandler Jones because I had Randy Gregory leaving. Spoilers, but um, Caleb, Randy Gregory, where do you have him going, or do you have him staying? Yeah, this is one. I mean, he has been pretty pretty good for him. Um, mm-hmm. He showed showed flashes. Um, the past season. So 
I don't know. I think I didn't have, you know, Jones going to Dallas like you, but I had them getting JC Jackson. So I don't know how much money they'll have to throw around. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, so this is a really tough one. Honestly, though, I think he's going to stay. I really do. I think they're going to give him. I wouldn't be shocked if he got tagged. I should say that. Yeah. Would not be shocked at all if he got tagged. Um, but I think he's either going to get tagged or they're going to give him a deal. Um, probably just shorter term, but a lot, to, a lot of guaranteed money just so the next couple of years he can be a, a main contributor for him. But mm-hmm. um, like I said, would not be surprised at all if he got tagged. But I do think one way or another he's going to stay in Dallas. Yep. Um, I agree. I think I, I, I think there's a high chance he stays, um, but just because I have Dallas going after Chandler Jones, I don't have him staying. In fact, are you ready for this? I am going to the Cardinals. Uh, I'm not kidding. I, like I, I thought this um. up in my head and I was like, uh, that is weird, but it kind of makes sense. Like the Cardinals and the Cowboys basically just swap pass rushers. Um, I think he would fit in Arizona I think they would like him in Arizona. I think he's probably going to end up being cheaper than Chandler Jones, um, which is probably pretty important for Arizona, given that that Kyler Murray extension is going to have to be made at some point. Um, and and I think they they like him uh, because he's uh, he's he's a pretty he's a freak athlete, and he shows he can kind of just rack up sacks when he need to. But he also takes some plays off at times, which is going to be a drawback for teams. But um, I, I think he can still do damage in the role that they can put him in as long as they put him in the right one. So I have him going to Arizona and I have him, you know, playing for the Cardinals. Now 15, Stefan Gilmore. This one is interesting. Uh, he started the year with the Patriots, got traded to the Panthers midseason, and didn't really do much on either team, despite the fact he is known to be very, very good. Um, so Caleb, Stefan Gilmore, one of the most uh, polarizing is the right word, but it's boomer bust. Um, I think for either, uh, for either, you know, performance, so what are you thinking for Stephon Gilmore? Yeah, I just think, you know, he's getting up there in age, so I don't know how much, um, how much, if any teams are going to want to give him a long-term deal. So I think this is going to be an interesting one. He's already, you know, been on the Patriots, so he's got the Super Bowl rings. But so I don't know if going to a contender, he might want to get one last payday. This is one that's really, really tough for me. Um and then again, you know, the Panthers have an aggressive owner, so they might try to make a big push to re-sign him. I mean, they traded mm-hmm. for him. So this is one where this is a little bit of a weird one. Um, but the Panthers don't have a lot of, you know, free agents, main players. Um, so I think they're actually going to tag him. I think he's probably not going to like that. Um, it's kind of weird at this point in his career. But I think the Panthers, aggressive owner, they they are traded for him. They don't want to see him walk after less than a full season with them. Um, so they might try to re-sign him to a long-term deal in Carolina. But overall, I think they're going to end up uh, just getting him on the tag. Yep. Um, I think that's a very high possibility. I'd probably rank that as my second most likely outcome um, for Stephon Gilmore. But you know where I have him going? It's kind of weird because, I mean, the salary cap is sort of a myth. But this is also sort of a weird signing is uh 49ers i think they need a corner pretty badly um and he could be a nice fit again i don't think he's going to command that much money just because he's kind of on the older side um so i think stefan gilmore going to the niners is uh is a little out of left field when you think about it um we're sorry when you first hear it but when you really think about it i think it's uh it's a pretty good landing spot for him at least in my opinion um so i think he goes there probably gets two years i don't know like 
two years, uh, two years, 25, two years, 26, um, with high guarantees. Um, cause I still think he's got a little bit in the tank. I think he can be pretty good. And the Niners play in a division with probably Odell Beckham. Uh, we'll get to that later. And, you know, DK Metcalf and, and some pretty good receivers. And they, they'd like to have a nice lockdown corner. Cause they always love to add pieces to their strong defense. So Gilly lock to the Bay. Um, and another corner now, Carlton Davis, speaking of Bay played for Tampa Bay. Um, but now he's going to be looking for a team. Is he resigning? What do you think? You know, I think so. He got injured last year. Obviously, it was well documented. Those secondary issues, a lot of those caused some injuries. I think mm-hmm. this is Tag City. I mm-hmm. think that you look at him because of his injury, they might not want to give him a huge deal. He's young, he's good, so they're going to want to keep him, even if they kind of rebuild a little bit. So I think, um, I think he's really going to, I'm pretty confident in saying that I think he's going to get tagged. I don't really know anybody else at the Buccaneers at this point. We want to tag already going to lose Godwin. So maybe they could resign him to a, a long-term deal. At least I think they're going to lose Godwin. So I, I wouldn't be surprised at that, but I think that this would be one. I, I, I think they're going to want to give him another year post injury. Um, I, I think he's going to get tagged. So my prediction is a tag. Yep. I agree. Tag city. No doubt about it. He's going to be back next year one way or another. I think it'll be on a one-year deal. Swiftly moving on, Tyron Matthew. Uh, really impressive um, that Matthew's kind of still kicking. He has two ACL tears and shoulder injury that's led to a lot, a lot of missed time in his career. But, man, he's been on uh, three different teams at this point. This is his potentially, uh, I think, what is his second big contract, um, mm-hmm. which is which is impressive, maybe his third, uh, if, if I'm, my memory is serving me correctly or incorrectly. But I think it's pretty impressive at his age and his position. But, uh, so, Caleb, do you think he stays? Do you think he goes? He's still very talented. Contender, no contender. What are your thoughts? This is a really tough one. Um, so, I think we both agree that there's a good chance the Chiefs will tag Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really think that that's much of an option here. I think he's already got that big payday. So, it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to prioritize being – uh, not many safeties get two big time long term deals. He could be the first. Maybe he's going to prioritize that. Um, mm-hmm. But like again, maybe he won't because he's already got that big payday. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's going to resign. I think he's going to resign with the Chiefs. I just can't really think of another place. Maybe a, a really safety needy team will, will pop up here over the course of the next month. But at this point, I don't know if anyone, because of his age, because he's already had, like you said, two ACL tears. Don't know if any other team is going to give him a, a really long-term big deal. And so I think unless he gets an absolutely massive offer you can't turn down, I think he's just going to want to stay with the Chiefs. He's been there. He's comfortable with there. They're contenders every season. Um, so it's kind of weird. The salary cap teams will be a little bit of a myth in, mm-hmm. in Kansas City, but they've been really good at working around with the, you know, kicking it down the can and the retooling and mm-hmm. – you know, doing that. So, you know, guaranteed money and all that restructuring. So uh, I, I think he's going to stay in Kansas city. Yep. Um, I think that would be a really, really good fit for him. I think it's going to come down to two places, Kansas city or Baltimore. Um, and <laughs> really just, I'm, he's going to stay in Kansas city uh, for two reasons. One, um, I think it's the better fit. And two, I would not like to have to play against him twice a year. If I'm any other team in the AFC North, AK the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so I think he's going to stay in KC. Um, they can give him a nice deal, a one that he'll like, um, 
probably. And, uh, and he'll, you know, stay where there's good barbecue and a pretty good football team and try to chase another ring. Now, uh, 18, Brandon Sheriff. Uh, he's interesting because he was one last year, but he got tagged, uh, which for the second time in a row, um, which is which means he's not going to get tagged again. Like, this is either you don't tag somebody three times in a row, the tag just skyrockets in value. Uh, they don't really have the money for that. So he could go. Um, he just has a lot of injury concerns. So, Caleb, where do you have him landing? You know, this is uh, this is another tough one. Um, could see, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with the tag you. Mm-hmm. I think that, like you said, injury concerns, they don't really have any answer. Quarterback, I think they're going to try to get a veteran. I don't think any veteran really wants to go there. I think come, come week one, they're going to have an, a bridge guy um, and then a rookie alongside him. I think that's probably where they're going to end up. So I think that uh, not going to, you know, they have cap space, but you know, they got a lot of edge rushers coming up soon. I think they want going to want to keep most of them. That's kind of been their MO recently. Ron Dreo, de- defensive coach. So, mm-hmm. overall, I think that, um, you know, because of those injury concerns, I don't know how many teams are going to want to give him a super long-term big deal. So, I think he uh, I think he gets tagged here. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to get tagged. Um, it's interesting. I don't think he's going to stay either. I think he's gone. Uh, another place where I'm like, Mm, Cincinnati, mm, Cincinnati, please, yeah. Cincinnati, please. But no, um, sadly, I don't think they're going to break the bank for two of the top level guys in their position in this class. They'll probably look on another tier for a guard and probably draft a tackle. So um, I, I think he goes to the Jets once again. This team has money, this team yeah. has needs, and they're not afraid to spend it. Um, so I think Brand Sheriff will be playing in a Jets jersey next year. Uh, so I, I think that's a good fit. And once again, the money. Talks. Odell Beckham Jr. now 19. Uh, I, I think he's going back. I talked about it earlier. I don't really think it's much of a debate. I don't I don't think he's going to get tagged, but I think he's probably going to be happy to sign an extension uh, in L.A. He probably really likes where he's at. So, Caleb, what do you think about OBJ? Yeah, I, I think he's going to resign. Don't think he's going to get tagged. I agree. I just don't think – I think you – you know, a month ago when he was playing well in the playoffs, it was like, okay, he could leave because it could be a team that offers him – a pretty big deal, which I don't think the Rams can do, but can the same ACL twice in the span of, you know, a little over a year. I don't think any team is really going to want to touch that with, with much of a big deal. So mm-hmm. I think he's happy. He won a Super Bowl. He obviously likes LA. So I think he, uh, he will resign on a, on a deal with the Rams. Don't know how big, but I would be shocked if he's not on the Rams next season. Yep. Uh, I 100% agree with that. Now, 20, the first tight end um, and the last player we'll talk about today, but tight end market should be a very interesting one, I think, because there's a lot of them. And Ian Thomas, who I wouldn't really consider to be in the top, maybe even five of them, um, just got paid big bucks uh, considering his positional value and production from the Panthers. So who knows how much money Gasecki commands for DM landing. That is not one, like you said, you know, so they, uh, the Dolphins drafted one, uh, drafted a tight end last year, Hunter Long, um, out of Boston College, and I liked him. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to want to give him. He did get hurt, but now that he'll be back, I think they drafted him like third, fourth round, something like that, if I recall. So um, I think that overall they're going to want to give him 
you know, a shot. And I think because of him, they're not going to be willing to give a huge deal. So I think he's gone. Um, there's a lot of interesting. My Titans need a tight end, but I don't know if they have the money and I don't know if he's the best tight end fit with, with the kind of style that he plays. So yeah, this is, this is a really interesting one. I, I could see, you know, a lot of teams are actually a lot of teams, you know, are pretty sad at the tight end. Um, so I, I don't know here, but honestly, I think he's going to go to the Panthers. I think they yeah. traded one. They traded Dan Arnold. And then, yeah, so I think that that could be a spot. They traded him. Like I said, aggressive owner. They're going to, I don't, I have no idea who the quarterback is going to be next year, week one. Absolutely zero idea. But whoever it is, I think they're going to want to give him weapons. Um, Matt Rule management probably going to want to be aggressive because you're kind of on the hot seat at this point if they don't do good this year they're probably out both will and the management so i think they're going to try to be pretty aggressive here get another weapon that's a team that has a hole there they have a lot of cap space at this point so i think that uh, i think he's going to go to the panthers on a big deal yeah uh i i think that could be a possibility but ultimately, I think he goes to the Jags. I think he stays in state, but he leaves the Dolphins. Um, like you mentioned, they did trade for Dan Arnold earlier. But of course, cap space, they're going to want to spend. Doug Peterson is aggressive. He used his tight ends very heavily when he was in Philly. Um, and I think he's going to want to use him again. So uh, now that they don't have Urban Meyer as head coach, I, I kind of find myself looking at the Dolphins as a, maybe a little bit of a dark horse team next year if they build right. And I think they, they have a, a very high potential to build right just because they have space and talent. Um, so I have Mike Gusecki going to the Jacksonville Jaguars and probably like a three year, $40 million deal, but yeah, that's all the free agents in the top 20. I mean, some other, you know, uh, there's some other guys available, Melvin Ingram, Akeem Hicks, they all have uh, pretty good potential, but we'll have to see where they land. A lot of questions coming around, but we have the tags and the extensions and the free agents who are leaving all, all on tape. So when we're so when we're both right, and by both I mean just me, when I'm just right, then we can listen to it back and be like, "Wow, Luke was so right." But Caleb, is there any last things you want to say to the people before we sign off the episode? Yeah, um, no, this is good. I think it's going to be free agency. Feels like it's kind of been a big deal the past few years. I think it's getting more talk. Um, we saw how how big it affected teams. You know, this past off. Off season, I know you really like that Trey Hendrickson signing for your Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, that ended up paying off big time. So I think you're going to see a lot more teams willing to invest in the free agent market. So should be good. I just hope maybe my team and Titans can get somebody with the little money that they have, hopefully. So, yeah, but I- I'm really excited to see where some of these top free agents go. Yep. It should be uh... – it should be a fun process. I mean, the draft is always fun, but there's really nothing like the NBA kind of rules it, but the NFL is catching up. There's yeah. really nothing like when that legal tampering period first begins and the, you're just seeing Schefter bombs going off left, right, and center. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week, probably with more draft talk. You know, we got to do a second post combine mock draft. Caleb, I know you're going to get excited for that, maybe even some yeah. positional rankings. So, uh, so, yeah, everybody stay safe, enjoy the March weather, and we'll talk to you next time.